Ladies and gentlemen, you are here with the best, the outsider's edge. This is your boy Damo with my man Jay Kells. <laughs> What's going on, man? You. What's happening, dude? I'm good. <laughs> yeah, man, same here. You had a good 4th of July? Yeah, yeah, it was straight, you know. Didn't eat too much, but ain't enough. Uh, nobody got hurt by the fireworks. So, yeah, we good. What about you? <laughs> well, I was good. Um, I went and saw, uh, <clears throat> I went and saw Uncle Drew yesterday. Um, really? How was it? It was, it was okay. Um, like, I, I, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't anything to write home about. It was okay. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't whack, but it wasn't like the greatest thing ever. Was, 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 was it better than, uh, was it better than like Mike kind of? Oh, definitely. Um, matter of fact, my my comparison of of Uncle Drew is like I I use the spectrum. Like there's Space Jam, which is for like kids, mm-hmm. and then there's like Above the Rim, which is totally for adults. Yeah. <laughs> and Uncle Drew is like dead in the middle. <laughs> Uncle Drew's like dead in the middle because it's like um, it's not a kiddie movie, but it's not so adult either. Like you know, like Above the Rim was like a real hardcore, like serious movie. Yeah. And, uh, Uncle Drew, Uncle Drew, kind of it kind of leans more towards uh, Space Jam for the most part, but it's a little edgier than Space Jam. Cause it's yeah, it's a, it's a little bit. There's a little bit of language in it, but it's not over the top. Yeah. And um, this is, this is a movie on Netflix called uh, The Amateur that was real good. Hmm. I like that one. Yeah, that was about basketball. You watch Power? No. I don't. You don't watch Power. Well, one of the young guys who plays on Power, who plays the Suns, where he started in there. But it's a good uh, Netflix movie called Amateur about basketball. I think you like that Okay. Did you like that Yeah. Uncle Drew's on my list. I've seen Jurassic Park and Jurassic Park, Deadpool, and Incredibles. So, yeah. I saw Incredibles last week or a week before that. Um, I like yeah. Incredibles. Uh, I liked Incredibles. Uh, like I said, Uncle Drew was Uncle Drew was good. It was entertaining. If you like basketball, you'll like it. Cause I mean, it's definitely like uh, I mean, it's it's pretty much uh, it pretty much goes with all of the you know all of the Pepsi commercials that started it all. It goes with that. So yeah. so it's, it's entertaining. Um, the characters are funny. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't realize Reggie Miller was in it. Um, hey. Uh, it took me a minute to recognize Chris Webber. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, that's Chris Webber." Um, uh, yeah, Chris Webber was good. Uh, he, his character is the preacher. He's funny. Uh, Lisa Leslie's his wife. They're, they're funny. Um, Shaq's definitely funny. Um, uh, Nate Robinson was um, was really good in it too. Um, yeah, it was a, everybody was really good and really entertaining. Like I said, it wasn't like, oh my god, this is the greatest movie I've ever seen. It wasn't that. It definitely wasn't that. It was it was entertaining. It was good good fun. Like it's it's not on my oh I gotta go see that again list, but it wasn't it wasn't whack though. Okay. Yeah, I'm checking it out. <clears throat> yeah, and if, uh as far as like kids, I wouldn't I wouldn't take anybody younger than like a preteen to go see it. 
Just cause of just cause of the little bit of language in it. <laughs> but <laughs> it's like, yeah, so like, so it's definitely not like a kitty kitty movie like like Space Jam, but I think it's like I do consider it like our like a modern day Space Jam though as far as like the concept. You know, a basketball movie with with current stars in it. Well, all of them aren't really current, but they're relevant. But <clears throat> yeah, definitely like it's definitely like a Space Jam type caliber type movie, but not as but not as kitty. <clears throat> but uh, but uh, Kyrie Kyrie did his thing. He was good. Um, Young Blood is is like etched in my vocabulary right now because <laughs> I heard him saying so much during the movie. <laughs> What's I'm happening, Young Blood? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, literally, I was saying Young Blood for like the next couple of hours after I saw the movie, like <laughs> just because I caught yeah, on to it so much. <laughs> but yeah, but other than that, it was good. Saw a little bit of fireworks and saw a little bit of fireworks and came home. You know, cool. <clears throat> but. That's not what we're here for. They didn't want to hear about our lives, man. They want us to talk about the WWE. <laughs> so we're gonna start off with our first segment of Hot Topic Hip Toss. <laughs> so just gonna hit a, a few uh, few little topics going on right now, uh, real quick. Uh, first being about. Um, the leader of the Riot Squad, Ruby Riot, uh, got injured at a house show on tour recently. So yeah. she's out of commission. Um, that uh, so far it doesn't look like it's affected the Riot Squad too much. But um, I mean, that's, I mean, it seems like Liv Morgan and uh, Logan are wrestling like every week. Yeah. like uh ruby riot was really um she was really making a name for herself like yeah. even though even though she has the riot squad i feel like she was really uh putting herself out there as a standout star you know she was she yeah. was the she was the michael jackson of that jackson five like she was standing out and you could see her kind of breaking out and <clears throat> so they, to hear this i was i was um wondering at first why before i knew about the injury i was wondering why i wasn't seeing her so much and then all of a sudden it seemed like it was either you know either Liv morgan or sarah logan doing individual matches or they were in tag team matches all the time and she was nowhere to be found but um yeah i yeah i'm looking forward to her coming back i hope it's not anything uh too crazy. I hope she's not out for like a ridiculous amount of time. Um, which uh, which made me think of because essentially the the Riot Squad is like one of the female versions of the Shield. It's like I hope it's not anything like Dean Ambrose 
who they they had put a timeline on when he was coming back, and he's way past that timeline. So yeah. So hopefully she'll be she'll be back soon. <clears throat> but um, our next topics were staying in the vein of injuries. Um, uh, we talked about in the last episode that Shinsuke Nakamura got bit by a police canine dog uh, during a uh, yeah. uh, bomb sweep uh, before before show uh last week and he made an appearance at a house show but he was in on crutches so they um i don't know that's weird um i think that's a touchy subject like they're i feel like they're not touching that either they're not really telling you what's going on they're just kind of like trying to act like nothing's happened so i don't know Maybe it's like so serious to where it's like, you know, the courts are involved or something. Maybe, I don't know, maybe a lawsuit. I don't know, so of course, I'm not going to talk that much about it. That's all I can think of. Now, I'm hoping it's not really like a, like a shooter, nothing kind of like what they do with Big Cass. Like, he was hurt, then he came out on crutches and, oh, he's not really hurt, you know. I'm hoping I'm trying to pull that again, you know. Right, of right. course, I don't want like, just going to be extremely. You know, injured and nothing where it came. Russell, I don't wish that'll nobody, but you know, you know, hopefully, you know, everything will be okay soon. He'll, he'll come back, but that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's something serious to where they really can't talk about it too much because, you know, it's under investigation and all the investigations are still pending and they don't have closure or nothing. And then, you know, once it is closed, then maybe. We'll get more info, but they still let him come out to some of the shows so he can still be relevant. Of course, it was in Japan, so he had to show up in some form of fashion to Japan because it's his home country. So that's true. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, yeah. I was I was thinking that too. Maybe they they brought him out because you know they are in his home country. The, the people definitely, you know, they definitely want to see him there. So it's like we can't, we got to do something. But um. Yeah, I hope, uh, I hope that he's not he's not out for too long either. But then again, I mean, I've seen guys on crutches before, and then it's like all of a sudden two weeks later they're back and they're in rare form. So I don't know. Maybe we'll see Shinsuke back soon, sooner than we think. Um, and uh, I believe at the house show he was having a uh, altercation with Samoa Joe. So maybe they're they're trying to build up something uh, with that. And then that's gonna be what, what brings him back. Yeah, possible. That'd be a great feud. NXT London or something like that but they had some great matches so hopefully you know they got some chemistry they fought you know pretty recently hopefully they carry over if they if that few does go on there okay. <clears throat> yeah I feel like yeah with uh, I feel like uh, anybody feuding with Samoa Joe you kind of can't go wrong because Samoa Joe is like the he's like the heel, anti-heel, like he's a heel, but everybody likes him. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. That would be interesting, especially since uh, Shinsuke supposedly, you know, went heel with AJ Styles, so he's like a heel now. So I guess it would be like, 
a battle of who can be the worst of the evil. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'd be interesting. I'd, I'd like to see it. <clears throat> so, and moving on to uh, next topic. Um, so, we uh, we mentioned last week that uh, we recently had the passing of uh, WWE star... Uh, I want to say Hall of Famer, but I can't because he's not. Uh, no. Nope. Van Vader. <laughs> um, he passed away. He inducted somebody. He inducted somebody. And I yeah, so which is not- really weird. Like, he was doing work with the Hall of Fame, and he's not in it. That's just interesting. Um, but, so, apparently, everybody so far, except for him... When uh, wrestlers have died, especially guys who were of, of you know great acclaim or whatever in the WWE and, and wrestling period, um, they've always done some kind of tribute, some kind of visual, you know, of the memories through the years. It maybe even had all of the roster come stand out on the stage and uh, and do a moment of silence with ringing of the bell and stuff like that. But for Van Vader, Vince McMahon didn't want Van Vader's name even mentioned on live TV, on Raw or SmackDown, which is crazy. And from what I understand, he wasn't on bad terms with the company or anything. So I don't, I don't get why he would, why he would do something like that. No, that's baffling to me too. I don't know. I don't know why either. Crazy, but I don't know. He got some kind of reason. I don't know what what's supposed to do, Vince. Call up and talk to us. Tell us what's the deal. Why? Why was that? You know? Hell no. Yeah, like I said, it wasn't like Van Vader went out on bad terms. Like I said, he was still well connected uh, with the WWE all these years. Um, matter of fact, uh, Van Vader had just uh, came back for a pay per view uh, recently. Yeah, it was a few months, a few months, about a year. It was a year, about a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah. Like I want to say it was um like uh either like a WrestleMania or a Royal Rumble or something like that. That I, re- I remember seeing it. I just can't remember exactly what pay per view it was. I, I want to say it was like a yeah. Battle Royal or a Royal Rumble uh type pay per view. Um, that I remember, I remember like a bunch of old stars came back. It was like Van Vader. I want to say. I think that was one of the times Rey Mysterio came back. Um, so it was like he seemed like everything was on the up and up. So to kind of, um, I don't know, just kind of shade him like this after the man just passed away is just really interesting. <laughs> but the um, the good uh, the good news is um, <laughs> the good news is is. <laughs> Van Vader was a man of the good news, <laughs> so yeah. um, so definitely yeah. rest in peace to Van Vader. Um, and I, I read that uh, that Sting, uh, him and Sting really bonded the last about year or so uh, of his life as he was going through those health challenges. And um, Sting was reading the Bible to him and stuff like that because uh, they were they're both uh, they're both Christian men, men of, men of the faith. And um, Sting was encouraging him uh, through through the last days of his life. Um, his uh, uh, Van Vader's son uh, spoke really highly of him and said that it, it was uh, it was a blessing to him 
uh, to have him coming in and doing that. And not only did it tighten the bond he had with Van Vader, but also with Van Vader's son, that uh, he was able to build a connection with Sting as well. So that's that's real good news uh, to hear. Yeah, yes. you know. <laughs> yeah. To me, that was um out of looking at those uh, those two stories. Um, it was like, man, why, why is Vince, why is Vince McMahon shading the man like that? But it's like to hear that was like to me that totally overshadowed this whole little thing with Vince McMahon because it was good to know that he was getting, you know, getting encouraged in his last days um, as he was making this trip home. Yeah, kind of changed the perspective on a lot of a lot of things too, you know. But at the same time, it's carried in more than ever this thing was on his job and that you know thing was you know behind the scenes witnessing and yeah. you know doing what he's supposed to do encouraging encouraging the man and it's, you know so yeah good stuff yeah it's good it's good stuff man I was like I said I was really glad to hear it um yeah no people no talk against him Right. <laughs> Vince, this is what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to be reconciling, you know, making the slate clean when people are uh, getting out of here, man. Not supposed to be, not supposed to be shading folks. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure, uh, I'm pretty sure the whole family had to feel some type of way about that. Um, I mean, especially when you, um, when you know, you know, you, you know, your dad was was a you know a, a contributing factor to making you what you are today helping you build this empire that you built all these years and um yeah I don't know <laughs> and then again um I don't know and I'm just I'm just kind of playing advocate throwing it out there do you think it's do you think it's possible that maybe that was something the family requested? Maybe yes, they maybe they didn't want the attention. That's possible too. I've never thought of that, and I'm hoping for Vince McMahon's sake that's what it was. Because you know I haven't heard the hope. Well, he get a lot of flack for that, you know. But that's possible. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's, that's true. You know. Yeah, I mean, it could be, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> at the same time, like I know, I know it's like it's a, like it's just a it's a character it's just a character a persona of what of what we know Vince McMahon to be. You know, you know he has the theme music. No chance. That's what you got. You know, like he's supposed to be this real like you know highfalutin uh, jerk of a boss or whatever. But at the same time, you know him playing that I can't help but to think that maybe there's some truth to that like they took some aspect of him and just inflated it so yeah that's that's what kind of makes me want to be like oh he was really being a jerk and and shaded this man in, in his passing but at the same time like you know um I don't know like it seemed it seemed as if he's trying to uh make things right with everybody uh that, that may have had some issues with him in the past. You know, like when I look at like what they did with Goldberg and stuff like that, it seemed like they were trying to do that across the board with everybody. So I'm just trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he was trying to actually do something right. Yeah, I can see that. I'm, 
I'll take that too. I'll take that. I think I'll go with Vanessa. If I have a request there. Maybe, maybe more to do. Maybe, or maybe he was, or maybe, you know, he compromised with him and was like, okay, I respect your wishes, but I'll go ahead and put him in the Hall of Fame. At the next WrestleMania, you'll get your due. Due deserve, due, you just do credit for you, you know. So, maybe yeah. some kind of compromise or something where Vince will end up, um, you know, supporting him or giving him his, his just his own credit in the end or something, you know. Yeah. yeah, that I I hope he does. I hope they do uh, do that eventually. I hope they do put Van Vader in the Hall of Fame. I think that's I think that's only right. Again, I'm surprised he's not already in there. But um, yeah, I hope they I hope they put him in. I hope they I I just hope that uh, they don't try to just sweep this under the rug and pretend like it never happened. But that they they kind of bring some closure to it and they do it the right way. So, on to our on to our big topic. So, staying in the uh, vein with Mick, with Vince McMahon. Uh, so, uh, they announced um, I don't know, probably not a, not a year ago, but maybe the end of last year, beginning of this year, uh, that Vince McMahon wanted to start the XFL back up. His uh his football league he tried to start up several years ago that failed, and. Um, so now it looks like Vince McMahon is already in the hole with money, and the and this thing hasn't even started yet. Um, <laughs> he needs about five hundred million to get this thing off the ground, but he's only he sold shares. He sold shares only worth about a hundred million dollars of that five hundred that he needs. So XFL is not looking good. Unless he's got some kind of trick up his sleeve for four hundred million. <laughs> you know, Vince, this is our always got some type of tricks up his sleeve. Um what if what the news I think you know, everybody said it was a failure, you know, I guess because of the the numbers and the behind the scenes and all that kind of stuff is a failure. But to all the Hardcore fans, I don't think it was a failure. I think, um, you know, number wise, like I say, maybe, you know, based on what everybody expected it to do. But think about all these years later, they did a uh, ESPN 30 for 30 on it. And then at the end of that 30 for 30, they're sitting at the table, and this man says, if we had to do it all over again, do you think we, we could make it work or do it different or something like that? Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out or something to that effect. Like, leaving a door open if they might try and bring it back. And then all of a sudden, ESPN, hey, WWE's having a big announcement on tonight. Let's see what it is. And he's got everybody interested again. Right at the time when the numbers for the NFL are down and everybody's boycotting the NFL and looking for an alternative and not watching the NFL. Hey, I'm coming back with the XFL. On the flip side of that, you know, everybody knows that he supports. He's a supporter of Donald Trump and his wife, Linda's own cabinet of Donald Trump. I forgot exactly what her 
role is. But and then Vince has come out openly saying, you know, hey, if you play for me, you know, you're going to have to stand for the anthem. We don't want people to protest during the anthem and all that kind of stuff, you know. But at the flip side, it's coming at a time where people are looking for an alternative almost to the NFL. So I actually and honestly think that one, of course, he's going to get the money. He's a billionaire. He's going to get the money, even if some kind of way Trump bails him out. He's going to get the money. And, you know, this no is going, this is going to get a, a bailout plan <laughs> like Obama did. <laughs> Yeah. I, don't, I don't put another pass in him. I don't put another pass in him. Um, he's going to get some money, and I, I, I think everybody is actually wanting to see what he's going to come up with because a lot of the stuff that he came up with in the original XFL, the NFL took it on and is using it now. Mm. The skyline cam, the, cam, the cameras above the above the field and the um I think the helmets the mic helmets or something like that it was like three or four innovative things that the XFL was doing that the NFL wasn't doing that they're doing that they're doing presently that they took from the XFL that was in that 30 for 30 so I'm eager to see what type of innovative things Vince is gonna come up with and what he's come up with you know he's already got a legitimate guy to be the to be the um, commissioner, some guy out of Europe that, that works with uh, works with the NFL, works with other Canadian football or something. I can't remember his name, but I actually think he's gonna get the money, and I think it's gonna it's gonna last more than one season this time, and I think it's gonna be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. So. That's, that's my thoughts. You know, um, I I didn't think about I didn't think about the timing of him starting that with all of the the tension and everything going on with the NFL. Um, I didn't think about it in that light. But uh, one thing I did uh, consider was uh, WWE's been making a lot of um, been making a lot of moves lately. You know, they're moving to to Fox and possibly getting shows on Fox Sports Network as well and all that stuff um, definitely moves to try to to try to broaden their audience which of course will bring in more revenue um, and uh, and then also with the uh, that you bring up the tension with the NFL um, uh, just last week um, I, I've been I've been hearing a lot about arena football. Uh, lately, and I've I've looked at I've you know I've glimpsed at it here and there in the past, but uh, I actually watched an arena football game, and it was it was pretty entertaining, um, and it was good to uh, it was good to enjoy the sport without all of the without all of the hoopla of all this other stuff surrounding it. Um. Just to just to be able to turn on the TV, watch a game, uh, you know, watch it be uh, watch the sport be competitive, uh, a lot of offense. It's exciting, all that stuff, uh, without a, a whole lot of extra stuff going on with it. Um, uh, while I, while I do believe it was important, and I think that um, 
you know, that uh, addressing the issue by trying to suppress it isn't the right move. Um, Because every every answer, every answer they give the NFL for all of the stuff going on right now is an answer that suppresses it and tries to ignore the real problem. So, you know, to me, the, the real problem, of course, is not is not people kneeling. That's not the real issue. It's why they're kneeling. And rather than deal with that, they want to say, well, nobody should be kneeling or we're going to find you or don't come out on the field and all this other stuff. Everything is, is suppression. Um, but uh, but to watch arena football, um, like I said, it was good because, uh, you know, we have a team here in D.C. Uh they're 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 creating a little bit of a buzz, and you know, arena football is not the NFL, so it doesn't have that kind of buzz yet. Um, they play here in Capital One Arena. Uh, when you watch the the stadium is nowhere near filled up. <laughs> like they could have they could have had this at a high school field somewhere and packed it out, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but not not for a big arena. Um, but again, like I said, the game is the game is fun to watch uh, because it's a lot more offense, uh, high scoring games and stuff like that. So I think that um, the XFL will be interesting. It'll be interesting to watch. I think people will come to it out of curiosity. Uh, but that but now that I'm really thinking about it, I don't see why uh rather than kind of reinventing the wheel, why Vince didn't uh just I don't know, take a lesser cut of money and invest it into creating a team and joining the AFL. But that might be that might play into some of his ego. Like I don't wanna be a part of somebody else's league. I want my own league. <laughs> you know, I'm a billionaire, I want my own. <laughs> Vince and Ken be McMahon. Exactly. Whatever he's got to do with me, whatever he's got to do with me. And I'm with you. We had a, we had a arena on a ring team here years ago called the Battle Rings. And I went to a couple of games, and yeah, the field's, field's shorter, it's not as big, you know, they got it kind of closed in, smushed in, it seems like it, but. A lot of action. It's, you know, real, real good. You ain't got to worry about all the hoop lines. Because, I mean, I guarantee you right now, if you say NFL, the, one of the first things everybody's going to think about is protest. Right. And all this protest and, and the flag and all that stuff. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of players out there that I feel would attempt to join possibly the XFL another league and the only reason they're still in the NFL is because there's nowhere else to go they don't want to go overseas they can't make the same money overseas they can't make the same money in the CFL or whatever but you know we'll see what we'll see what happens I think some of those we'll see some of those big man stars jump over this the Vince McMahon XFL in 2020 and some legitimacy to it you know like I think I think they run with Johnny Mizell, Johnny Mizell, Jordan, and oh, really? uh, a couple other guys. I think they rode with Tim Tebow was going to go to the XFL. You know, I know there was just speculation <laughs> and stuff, but Not Tebow. if you think about it, that would be interesting. Everybody would tune in to see Tim Tebow and Tebow Johnny is a draw. Yeah, yeah. He's so, definitely a draw. 
you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I think Vince, I mean, I think Vince is the man to pull it off. If anybody can pull it off, I think Vince is the guy to pull it off. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, Tebow. Tebow's thinking about it. He's playing baseball right now. I, I hear he kind of sucks, but <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I mean, he he probably definitely would get a chance to play quarterback. Yeah. And yeah. you only, like I said, it's a smaller field. You only have half the field. Um, you if you're at the one yard line, you can easily chuck it downfield for a touchdown. But that, but actually, that's uh, one of the things I liked about it is the game's a little more fast paced. So, so you you have like it's a you're you're not gonna see like uh, games in the uh, in the NFL where a team wins nine to three. Like you're not gonna see that in the NFL. You're, um, <laughs> You're going to see high-scoring games like the game I watched. Uh, I think it was the it was the Washington Valor against. Uh, I think it was the team from Philadelphia. I think they were playing, and the final score was like 55 to 41. And they scored a lot of those points in like the last like 10 minutes. So it's a um, it's a it's a high-scoring game. It's a lot more fast-paced. So. I guess if he's gonna if he's gonna mimic that, um, I mean I guess that creates a whole nother uh, battle out there. It's like it's really not competing with the NFL per se. It's more so competing with the AFL, which is already in existence. Unless he's gonna play try to play games on Sundays, which I think would be like suicide. If oh, he did that. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm thinking maybe Saturdays. Saturday nights or or um, not a handy Thursday, maybe Saturday nights and Tuesday nights. Yeah, because I think yeah, the I, I think the AFL, I think they know they play on weekends, but they play on like either Friday or Saturday, like either Friday night or Saturday during the day or Saturday evening, but not definitely not uh not doing any time an NFL game where we play and I and and I well the season the season is timed differently too like they're they're uh gearing up towards the they're running down towards the end of their uh season right now I think they have like two or three weeks left so it's really not in competition with the NFL but yeah I don't know we have to see what, what Vince does with that I mean I wonder if he's gonna like I don't know I mean there's a lot of things he could do there's a lot of weight he could pull um, like you said, you just named a couple of big names with uh, Johnny Manziel and Tim Tebow right there. If he's going to get big names, the thing is, does he have the money to pay him the big bucks like the NFL, which will be another issue with the money. Um, and then uh, I don't know, like what kind of what kind of draw can he pull to it? He could also use he could also use the WWE as a draw as well and try to pull a fan base in from the WWE that way. Oh yeah. I don't know. It'll be it'll it'll be interesting. I I can't wait to I can't wait till next year when when it starts up to see what he does with it. Yeah. Oh yeah. So now we're gonna get into your boy. Your boy. <laughs> I'm putting them all on you because <laughs> you took up for him when I said this. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> this is your boy, the Beast Incarnate, <laughs> Brock Lesnar. <laughs> the man who's had the title for almost 500 days and has only defended it 10 times <laughs> is bailing out on a possible title defense at one of the biggest events of the year, SummerSlam. What you got to say, Kells? What you got to say about that? <laughs> I think it's an angle to get her loud and mad at him to get Roman Reigns. That's all it is. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a summer slam. It's gonna be a summer slam. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> you think? Um, do you think this is possibly him working on bailing out of WWE to go back to UFC? No, I think we'll see a. It's going to be, for him to go back to USC, it's going to be a duel. He's going to announce he's going back to USC, and he's going to have a couple more matches left in WWE, only because he's going to have to serve a suspension to go back to the USC. He's going to have to serve like a six month to a year suspension for failing that drug test for his last fight. So mm. I don't think he's going to sit out that long, but he could sit out that long in order to train for the next fight. Like this was my only reason I I didn't want uh, uh, Braun Strowman to win Money in the Bank because remember I picked him to win Money in the Bank, and the only reason I didn't want him to win is because Brock's not going to be there for him to cash it in, and I think if I think if if Brock was around enough. I think Braun Strowman would have cashed in money in the bank already. So now he's got to just play along and be Mr. Money in the Bank. And like Braun Strowman is not going to be Mr. Money in the Bank for a year. I know that much. Oh no. And so I was really hoping I was really hoping maybe him winning it maybe the the play would be Brock would kind of start showing up to try to try to draw him out to cash it in. But it's like I haven't seen Brock since the last pay per view. Like he didn't even he didn't even make you know the appearance the night after. So I just want to see the man. Want to see him show up? Like where is he? <laughs> oh, he'll, he'll be there. Speaking of speaking of Brock, let's go to the man who has a two to one lead on Brock in their matches. <laughs> the yeah, man who showed up, the man who showed up, and the only reason he lost matches is because people cheated him. <laughs> My boy, oh, Goldberg. <laughs> so. I like this because, uh, like, we talked about this with uh, with uh, Undertaker about Undertaker possibly being like just like a special event 
type wrestler until he officially retires. So, the same way uh, Goldberg uh, talked up facing Brock Lesnar one more time and then he came back. Um, so, it looks like he's talking up a match with uh, either uh, Undertaker or Roman Reigns in the near future. He said those are guys that are on his list of people he'd like to face if he had to get in the ring again. I like to see the Goldberg Roman Reigns match. I like to see that match. Goldberg. I don't know. I mean, the nostalgia purposes, yeah. But for them to do it now, I think Goldberg's a lot stiffer in the ring now, so I don't know how it works. He's older, he's a lot stiffer. So I'm looking at injury factor for the Undertaker. You know, he's not as, not as, um, I don't think he's not as good a shape as Triple H, as a Triple H or, uh, or Roman Reigns. That's true. But I think Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns is, in, Roman Reigns is better, of course, a lot better shape than Undertaker, and so is Brock Lesnar, so they can carry a match with Goldberg. And you know, let Goldberg punish him a little bit and take some punishment and dish it out. As opposed to Undertaker, I don't think Undertaker take that much punishment anymore. So, if they did, it would have to be a quick match of some sort. I feel. And uh, I don't know if we, if this is a few years ago, back when Taker and Brock were feuding. I like to see I like to see uh, Goldberg take a match there. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, now, not so much. I, I'd rather see the Roman Reigns go over and fight. Let me take it. And I'm sure you'll take a different guy. I'm sure you want to see it. Want to see yeah. Taker and Al. <laughs> <laughs> I do put the dead man down. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm all for either match. Um, I mean, of course, like yeah. Like you mentioned nostalgia. The the more nostalgic match is Goldberg and Undertaker. Um, yeah, I, and I thought I thought that uh, when Goldberg came back, that they were really they were really teasing that really hard. Um, that if they did it, they can't do it the way they did Undertaker and John Cena, where he talked smack for weeks and weeks, and then when Undertaker finally showed up, he scared out his boots. Like no, because Goldberg's not going out like that. They can't. They can't even do that. If they did that, that would be just so whack. It would. It would just ruin everything. But um, it's for. But Goldberg is not known for having long matches. So I guess if he faced Undertaker, I feel like he would beat Undertaker. But. Um, they would have to, as, as Sam likes to put it, they would have to figure out a way to make them both look strong at the end. Even if, depending on, even, even, even no matter which way it goes, really, I don't, I don't think Goldberg would lose. But if he did, they would have to do it in a way where he still looks strong. But I like, um, I like the, I like the Goldberg Roman beef they kind of teased too when uh, Goldberg came back. And uh, being yeah. that they both used the spear. 
Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind seeing both of them getting speared out their boots. <laughs> so, but uh, if but but all in all, uh, I'm not mad at seeing Goldberg in the ring again. Uh, he's a he's a he's a freak of nature. He's in great shape, even at 51. He's in better shape than me at 51. <laughs> so <laughs> Goldberg got 11 years on me. He's in way better shape than I'm in. So yeah, so I wouldn't. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not mad at seeing Goldberg back in the ring, even if it's just for um, a special event, because he's you know he's pretty much I pretty much see how they've kind of built that tier of like. We have these guys that are kind of legendary. They're still in uh, shape to perform, but they're not. They're not guys you're going to see every week. We're going to bring them out for something particular to give fans something, you know, a little something extra. I mean, that's basically what Triple H has been doing uh, for the last few years. Uh, he wrestles at every once in a while at a house show or on tour or something like that, or at a WrestleMania or something like that. And I, so I wouldn't mind seeing Goldberg do that until he finally, you know, rides off into the sunset. So if, maybe if they get two more matches out of him, maybe we get a Taker match and a Roman Reigns match. I'll tell you, I really like to see him go against. I like to see him go against Samoa Joe. Ooh. I think that would be a good match. Goldberg and Samoa Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, And since it seems like they're adding uh, adding events with um, with the, uh, the the super show that they're doing in Australia yeah. in October, then I don't know if, if the uh, Greatest Royal Rumble is going to be an annual thing or anything like that. But if they're, if they're going to be doing like big shows like that, that are kind of like these anomalies, you know, where they're going overseas and stuff like that, it, it wouldn't, mm-hmm. I don't think it would be a bad thing to throw it in at something like that either. Where it's like it's literally yep. like once in a lifetime you're not gonna see this again. Yep. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that at all. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, like I said, Goldberg started talking this up, so I I think we're probably about to see it. We're about to see one of them, if not both. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. With that being said, we're going to go on to our final topic. Who's your number one? Who's your number one? One, one, one. Uh, <laughs> so, um, and then I have something else I want to bring up after this before we wrap up. But, um, so who do you feel like is, who do you feel like is the guy right now? Do you feel like there's like a, a guy like overall who's kind of like, I don't know, I guess when I say the guy, like, I'm thinking, like, you know, Hulk Hogan, you know, is just, like, currently, like, just the guy everybody wants to see, or, you know, well, nowadays, it's not even necessarily the guy that everybody roots for, it's, like, half the crowd roots for him, half the crowd 
Boozum, <laughs> you know, like John Cena or whatever. Like, who do you feel like is is like the guy right now? In the eyes of the fans, um, I would have to say the guy right now. I want to say Braun Strowman, but everybody like a dude now. You know, he's a big strong guy, demolishing everybody. He's gonna get these hands. <laughs> I feel everybody's on the Braun Strowman bandwagon though. Um. Outside of him, I would have to say maybe um, maybe well it was the Miz for a while for a long time because he was gold on the mic and they were pushing him and everything you know in the ring as well you know some people hate him some people like him. I think everybody likes AJ Styles now. Um, he might can be thrown in that category, but I don't think so much. I don't think they're really pushing him like they really could, as much as they could. So, um, and I honestly think Braun Strowman. For me, I think Braun Strowman is like out of everybody's, everybody's digging right now. Everybody's they, they're saying that he's that guy. You know what? Great minds think alike. I was I was thinking the same thing. I was really thinking Braun Strowman is is the guy right now. Um, I was and I was thinking like even if you go uh, between brands, I'm like, nah, it's not anybody on SmackDown. No. <laughs> um, uh, for a minute, I would have said it's AJ Styles, but I feel like it was AJ Styles. More so when AJ Styles was a heel, like when he had that big rivalry with John Cena, mm-hmm. I would have said I would have like if if we were talking that AJ Styles, I would say it's AJ Styles. But since yeah. AJ Styles went from the heel to the face that runs the place, I was like, no, nah, it's not him anymore. But even though he's uh, he's still yeah. great to watch though, like I still I still enjoy watching him uh, in the ring. Uh, he's still a great great performer. Uh, but as far as like, like yeah, who gets me? Who gets me hyped up right now? When I when I hear that music hit, it's definitely Braun. This is like, and they've they've done so much with Braun. Like when you look at the when you look at the transformation, you think Braun came in with Bray Wyatt. He didn't talk. <laughs> he just wore this goat mask <laughs> and beat people up. And um, yeah. Then the the Wyatt family got broken up, and I I really thought Braun was about to fall off because I did too. Uh, they had him wrestling, but he was wrestling guys like five nine, a buck eighty. Yeah, and it was like nah, like y'all y'all are trying to make him look strong, but this doesn't make him look strong. And I was like. Yeah, I know he's a he's a big strong force, but wrestling a guy who's half his weight and he's like almost a foot taller than this dude is not doing it. Yeah. Like I need him to go in there with somebody formidable and so I I felt like after they did that, not long after that he had the rivalry with Roman Reigns and I was like, Okay, that works. 
<laughs> you know, yeah, he's not yeah. Roman isn't the same size, but Roman is no chump. <laughs> so I like this. You know, I like this. I like this little rivalry. You get you got somebody who's pretty strong, pretty athletic, that can go at him, who's got a got a mean streak. Okay, yeah, let's let's work with that. And now they've they've taken Braun and kind of rounded him out from just being like this just big, mean, monstrous guy to now he's even kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. He makes jokes. He's got merch. <laughs> I've got to get these hand shirts. I got two Braun Strowman shirts, actually. <laughs> so, <laughs> I got to get these hands. I got the Monster Among Men. It was like, because I, I just, I bought in. I was like, yeah, this is, okay, this is it. Like, this is the guy. And I feel like pretty much all he needs to do is just get a, get a title reign under his belt. And... Yeah. That's what that's what I really that's what I really want to see next. I feel like it's been a long time coming. Um, I thought he was gonna get it when he faced uh, Brock last year, yeah. and I felt like Brock beat him pretty easily overall. Like I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like Brock just came in smacked him one time and beat him, but um, you know, just a lot of the just a lot of the dramatic hoopla that goes into a pay per view. You know, guys kicking out of their moves and stuff like that. Like they didn't do all that when he faced Braun. When Brock uh, Brock faced Braun, it was, it was just like <laughs> Brock hit his, hit his finisher and it was over. And it was just like, oh, it's done. <laughs> like this is it. So I felt like it's been a long time coming. So I just feel like that's just his next step is to really get him over the top is to get a title reign under his belt because he's winning everything else. I mean, he's really been racking up accolades over the last year. Yeah. Winning, winning battle royals, he won the greatest Royal Rumble. He's won Money in the Bank. Like he's really, he's really uh, chalking up the the victories under his belt, like really big, significant ones. So, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, that's my that's my guy. Um, I don't know if you uh, saw earlier, but uh, shout out to our homie uh, Jason Bordeaux. He uh, mentioned this earlier today about uh, the best intro music. And I was like, that's a lot. <laughs> and because he just mentioned it today, I was like, oh, maybe I'll do that today. I was like, no, that's a lot to do in one day. But um, I want I want to put together like, let's put together like a top 10 list of like intro music and and, and present that on the show one day. And uh, and if and if you're listening, call in, tell us, give us your give us your top ten. What's your top ten uh, wrestling theme songs that you like for all time of all the guys you love? What's your ten favorites? And um, man, that's crazy. Yeah, that's what I said. That's a lot, and it's like oh, like yeah, like a bunch popped in my head already. So I was like, yeah, I have to, I have to really sit down and look at that top ten wrestling. Mm-hmm interest music so if you're listening that's your homework assignment <laughs> um, but yeah so tell us all that's all we got for this week man cool man so Kels tell them where they can follow you at on social media let me up Kels 318 Facebook Instagram Twitter starts off every Saturday talk about Dallas Cowboys uh, on Star Talk 318, hit me up on Twitter, coming to you every Saturday. So, check us out, Podcast Republic. Um, 
podcast called, what is it, iTunes podcast, all the good stuff. Check us out, man. Yeah, check him out in his whack boys. J.K. Kells and his whack boys. Oh, <laughs> and for me, this is Damo. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Damo underscore CN3D. That's D-A-M-O underscore S-E-A-Y-N three, the number three D. And of course, you can follow the Outsiders Edge on Twitter at uh, X-S-D-R-Z-E-D-G-E. At the Outsiders Edge on Twitter, you'll find all your WWE information. And of course, we'll post some stuff about Trackstar Sports uh, in general on there, and as well as you get a you get a little bit of you get a little bit of hip hop on there too, a little bit of hip hop tweets on there too. So we will hit you with some sports, we will hit you with some music. Try to be a little bit of a one stop shop, and then you just heard Kel's handles where you can hit him up on Twitter to talk sports stuff as well about the Cowboys. Even though I'm chill, it's true season, but it's true season's almost over. Um, and you can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter about anything. But um, you want to talk wrestling, we can talk wrestling. But that's what we do here. And then you can just always hit us up on Trackstar Sports on everything. Uh, Trackstars underscore sports on Instagram. Trackstar Sport on Twitter. Uh, and Trackstar Sports on uh, Facebook. And we talk everything sports all day, every day. Hit us up about NFL, WWE, Major League Baseball, whatever. Soccer, FIFA, whatever you want to talk about. We Hit us up. So... That's all we got for this week. This is your boy Damo with my man Jay Kells. And we are out. Time for some time for some action. Time for some time for some action. Time for some time for some action.